My name is Valerie Kaur. I'm a civil rights lawyer. I am the founder of the Revolutionary Love Project and the author of a new book called See No Stranger. This is what I know to be true. After this pandemic ends, there is no going back to the world that was. There is only stepping into the world that will be. The choices we make now, as individuals and as a society, will shape that world to come. And so I am answering the call by summoning forth the memories and the resilience and the wisdom of my ancestors to reimagine the world that might be on the other side of this. What I want to share with you now is a story that has come to me late at night when grief seizes my throat. It is my grandfather who I remember would scoop me up in his arms and tell me the stories of my ancestors. And I want to share one story with you now, our origin story in the Sikh faith. This is how it goes. More than 500 years ago, in the land of Punjab in India, there lived a man named Nanak. Nanak saw the world through the eyes of wonder, and he soaked in the beauty all around him, but he was also distraught by what he saw. Endless turmoil, divisions and hierarchies and injustices, suffering that bled into his own tender heart. And so one day, he retreated from the world. He disappeared by the bank of a river and sat in quiet contemplation. Now the sun rose and the sun fell, and the sun rose and the sun fell, and the people thought that Nanak was a dead man, a drowned man. But Nanak, sitting in that perfect contemplation, was struck with a vision, a revelation, and he emerged on the third day with these words on his lips. Ik on God, Ik on God, the oneness of humanity and the oneness of the world. In other words, he was in love, and love made him see with new eyes. Everyone around him was a part of him that he did not yet know. He would look upon the face of everyone around him and say, you are a part of me I do not yet know. You are a part of me I do not yet know. I see no stranger, said Nanak. I see no enemy. Guru Nanak taught that all of us could see the world in this way, that separateness is an illusion. And when we quiet the chatter in our minds through music or meditation or recitation or song, the boundaries begin to disappear. The bowl breaks. And for a moment we taste the truth, sweet as nectar. We are part of one another. We belong to one another. Joy rushes in, and long after the moment passes, we can choose to remember the truth of our interconnectedness. We can choose to see no stranger. I grew up with this story, and yet for the first time in my life, I am seeing this story with new eyes right now. You see, Guru Nanak did not have his revelation in the temple or in the city or in the farmlands. He wasn't with people at all. He was by the bank of a river. He was away from all other people. He was physically distant from all other people. He had to quiet the noise in the world and the noise in his own mind. He had to get that quiet in order to remember the truth of our oneness. I began to think about all of the great wisdom traditions in our world, how all of the spiritual teachers and indigenous healers and social reformers, how, how they had their revelations on, 
on mountaintops or sitting under trees or deep in their dreams, away from other people, physically distant from all other people. And I began to think about all of us now, all of us who have had the privilege of sheltering in place, how millions of us are waking up like never before in history to the truth of our interconnectedness, the truth that we belong to one another, that no number of bands or border walls or hierarchies can sever that fundamental connection to each other, that we are only as strong or safe or well as the most vulnerable among us. For too long has the world been governed by those who would cling to the hierarchies of human value and profit from those hierarchies. But now, as millions of us are waking up in this way, what might happen if we were the ones to remake the world to come? Might it be a world that was anchored in love? Guru Nanak said, if you wish to play the game of love with me, then step forth with your head on your palm. You see, love for Guru Nanak and for so many of our spiritual teachers, it wasn't about a, a rush of feeling or thoughts and prayers. No, love, love was a form of sweet labor, fierce, bloody, imperfect, life-giving, a choice that we make over and over and over again. And revolutionary love, revolutionary love is a choice to extend that labor for others who we do not yet know, even for our opponents and for ourselves. Revolutionary love is the choice to see no stranger.